Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone, and welcome back this week to the Your Money, Your Life podcast, episode 148. Plenty, plenty discussed in the news. We'll get through all of that. Um, there was more updates on the FTX Sam Bankman-Fried scandal. Update on Twitter uh, on Elon Musk. Updates on what's going on with America in Q4 of 2022 as far as personal finances. And so much more. Before we even get into all that, make sure you like, subscribe, five-star rate, and review the podcast. Um, I got that Spotify wrapped update. So thank you to all the listeners. We're in the top 20% of followed podcasts across the globe. So that's a huge, huge thing. So I appreciate everyone who listens every week. So make sure you share, like, subscribe, five-star rate review, and support the podcast as well. Um, big episodes. So let's get into it. All right, folks, let's go through our market updates, our notes, our charts for the week. Um, let's talk about the first thing that's kind of on the minds of a lot of people and and what's going on with the housing market. So are we in a recession? Are we not in the housing? It's pretty clear that we are moving towards a housing recession. What does a recession mean? It just means a contraction. You usually see prices go up, be inflated, um, all these different things. But now that's starting to go the other way. And that's the indication of a recession, especially in the housing market. So you're seeing the home builders confidence, which is the index that shows the confidence of home builders. It's below 50. Um, and it's usually not below 50. I think the last time was like 2008 when it was this low. Um, so home builders confidence, people that are building these homes that um, everyone's buying, their confidence is low. You're also seeing prices being cut for new, new constructed, newly constructed houses. Because if you're someone that newly constructed a house and you have to get rid of it to make your profit for all the money you put in to build it, you need to sell it fast. And to entice demand, you have to lower the price. If people are saying, no, I don't want to pay that or have that mortgage payment. So that's what's going on. We're seeing lower housing starts. That means people are less to to, to build at this point. Um, and so that's just trickling on the overall general economy. You're seeing that. Um, as well as, you know, talking about the equities market, people are talking about an earnings recession. So what does earnings mean? Earnings, what the company makes. So revenue is what they bring in on the sales of everything you buy. Then they have expenses to run their operations to market to get you to buy things and the earnings is the the bottom line it's the profit it's the profit number and we had the second quarter in a row of year over year negative earnings um and so people are talking about this whole what is going on uh when we go into a recession and then you know of course um there's just you know the fed and what the fed's doing we just had uh, a federal fed bank federal reserve bank meeting and and, and um, we actually had more comments from fed chairman powell and he said he indicated that they may actually be looking to do a 50 pay 50 point basics height basis height in december it's hard to say i said that 50 times that 50 point base hike in december basis hike in december um which the market was betting on and that's a change from the 75 basis points hikes we've been getting over the past what eight eight quarters um, and so that was a received positive by the market yesterday. Roughly in the afternoon, you saw the market go extremely bullish. 
um, as it was kind of an indication to the market that, hey, we are finally starting to slow down the increase, the, the rate of rate increases. And, you know, maybe there is some positive trends when it comes to inflation. Not, not everything's down to the 2% goal yet, but there's a peak. We did hit a peak. And so that those comments by Powell saying that there's still a lot ahead to work on inflation and it remains uncertain what's going to happen. But we can pull the pull the pedal off the metal a little bit, pull the metal off the pedal slightly and go to 50 points, half a percent versus 75, three quarters of a percent. And so that's something that you're seeing in the market. It was extremely cheered yesterday. Again, this is subject to change from the Fed, but they're being transparent about what they're looking at. Um, you know, different indicators in, you know, the inflation data states that we could have definitely hit a peak at some point. Um, and so, yeah, you know, again, we always talked about this, that we're going to watch inflation. We're going to watch um, employment data because that still hasn't really moved. If everyone still has, you know, hopefully everyone still has jobs and you're not going to see um, less buying and less consuming. You know, if you look at it, you know, I think they said that the, Black Friday sales were 9% on a nominal basis um, or on a year-over-year basis, but on a nominal basis, it was lower. I mean, if you in-count inflation or whatever, unit sales were actually down versus last year. Because, um, again, there's been a little bit more uptick in layoffs, and, and that's going to affect the spending from everyone across the globe. So that's kind of a market update we're watching, and it's going to be very interesting to see how companies do in Q1 of, of 2023 and the last quarter of this year as well. Um, so keep a tie on it, but it's it's going to turn around here sometime. It's, it's still got some time to go. We've been maintaining six to eight months and still have some time to go on that, but it's good, good for younger investors right now. In more news, oh, this was very upsetting, folks. So Sam Bankman-Free, we've talked about the former FTX CEO um, who possibly committed fraud, legal activities, commingling funds, lost billions of dollars of customer money, investor money. And this guy was actually able to speak virtually at a New York Times deal book summit and was just able to speak, have fun. He's not arrested, not in, you know, handcuffs. But he was able to speak at this event yesterday and try to explain his side. And so it was really upsetting just watching this because one, there were points where the crowd was laughing and or clapping and they were having fun. And this this just brought to my like triggering to think of like how this would be perceived by someone else who who would do this. It's obviously, you know, not a minority, just, just talking about how he had a bad month and, you know, didn't do a good job on risk management and he lost billions, lost in customer money, people's life savings. Um, investor money and said he didn't try to do anything, but it was just sickening to watch in, in general, just the how he's able to go on this weird apology tour. And if you know if this was someone else in this scenario, which other people would be smarter not put themselves in a scenario, that they would not be received in this way. Um, so incredibly triggering. And if you see the comments on LeBron, just look it up. The comments that LeBron had um, in regards to the Jerry Jones situation, in regards to the Kyrie Irving situation, the, the cognitive dissonance that we have uh, that you see, you know, when dealing with different people, 
you know, I'll let people get to their conclusions on that because I'm just trying to enjoy the holidays. <laughs> but it's very clear. It's very clear how, you know, different things are treated. So, I mean, it's just, it's just really crazy to me, really triggering. But, um, yeah, I mean, what can you, what can you do? Definitely is a, a scumbag, though, honestly. Um, moving on to more, more news. So everyone's probably got their um, Spotify year wrapped. I loved it. Um, I, I explained how the Your Money Alive podcast in the top 20% of followed and listened to podcasts across the world, which is really, really cool. Uh, but yeah, Apple Music is being overshadowed by Spotify. Apple Music has to launch an updated version of Replay, its own version of Spotify uh, rats, but this doesn't get it play on social media. Everyone was drawn and sharing images from their Spotify wrapped, which is quite interesting that Apple isn't able to make that push. In more global news, folks, are you watching the World Cup? I'm loving it. I am watching it. It's really, really exciting. It's really, really fun. Um, USA's advanced to the round of 16 Thursday versus the, excuse me, Saturday versus the Netherlands on Thursday, on Tuesday, I believe it was, they beat, was it who they beat? Was it, no, it was not Wales. It was, no, I'm forgetting who they beat, but it was a great match. <laughs> great match. Uh, it's exciting. I was a fake soccer fan up until the World Cup. Now I'm just a casual fan. I'm still, you know, I like it. I find it way more interesting than I've ever found it. I have no clue why, but it is really, really interesting and fun to watch. Really, really interesting and fun to watch. In more news, so there's actually, you know, loan and hardship withdrawals from 401ks balances around the rise. There was a survey, not a survey, there was data from Empower Retirement, who's the record keeper for a bunch of 401k and retirement plans across the nation, probably across the globe. But they're saying that more Americans than ever are tapping into their 401ks for financial emergencies with a percentage of retirement savers pulling from hardships, spiking 24% in the 12 months through September. And that's about that's about 60% of that activity came from savers with incomes below 60,000. So you're seeing people tap into that. Again, we've talked about recessions and the flip of the switch that was 2021 to 2022 and people are now feeling that hardship a little bit, unfortunately, and trying to quell it with emergency savings. And you're actually seeing that with with debt as well. U.S. consumer buying on credit is on the rise. It's at some of the highest levels it's been in one or two decades. People are buying on credit. Um, and again, that's going to spill into 2023, we believe, um, a little bit as... as um, things, you know, take a little bit to shake out. So guess what? Elon Musk was tweeting and going after Apple a little bit. He was saying that Apple threatened them, sweat threatened them, meaning Twitter, to be removed from the App Store, and that they had stopped advertising on the social media platform. So Elon Musk was saying he was going to wage war on Apple. But apparently, phone calls are made. Elon and Apple CEO Tim Cook met, and Elon posted a Twitter video on the campus, um, and they maybe got to some common ground and understanding after meeting. Um, but you know, he's using Twitter in an interesting way. A lot of people are still unsure. It's still unsure it's going to be taken kindly to or it's not. Uh, we'll have to watch that in real time because a lot of people are leaving the platform. Some people are joining it. It's still unsure, uncertain what's going to happen. Folks, I found this interesting. The word of the year in 2022 
by Merriam-Webster Dictionary was gaslighting. Have you guys ever used that word gaslighting? That was the word of the year for 2022. Uh, let's get to the definition. It's defined as a psychological manipulation or an extended period of time that caused the victim to question the validity of their own thoughts. And it's at an all-time high. Um, and so they put that as the word of the year, gaslighting word of the year. That's quite interesting. I, I hope no one's getting gaslit out there. Yeah, I can never let that fly. I don't let that fly. No, don't let that fly in your own life, people. And in more news across the globe, China, there's Chinese protests calling on Xi Jinping to resign. So in China, uh, different the way things are done over there, but they're very zero COVID policy. And if there's a some outbreaks, they shut everything down. Um, and now the people of China are having unrest. They're upset. You don't really see that in a country that doesn't take too kind to protest. Uh, but you're seeing that across the globe. In China, you could be put in prison if you criticize the president. Just criticize. You could be put in prison. And there's there's some unrest, there's protest, um, and so that's something to watch because there is a very um, different way of doing things um, across the globe in China. And as we mentioned, you know, Black Friday spending was still somewhat strong, but accounting for inflation, nominally not as much. But Americans did spend nine point one two billion dollars shopping online on Black Friday, a two point seven two point three percent increase from last year. Uh, if you increase inflation into that, with inflation running at a headline of eight percent, then of course that's um, a lower a lower amount there, nominally. Um, but there was some deals and discounts, and I'm sure everyone went crazy with that. Really, really crazy with that. See, this is more of an interesting, you know, week as with a lot of, I would say, more current news going out there, more pop news, um, and the big finance news being what's going on with FTX, which again, we've talked about at length here, um, and think, you know, things need to be done better, truly do. Let's get into questions of the week next. <clears throat> All right, folks, questions of the week, rapid fire and I like to do this because I'm just reading these questions. I'm giving you my unsolicited, or maybe solicited because you're here listening, but my un, unfiltered thoughts right on the mark. No time to think and process. So the first question is, can you name the three of the five most valuable brands in the U.S.? Three of the five most valuable brands in the U.S. Okay, I'll do this. I would say it's Apple, Nike, Apple, Nike, and I'm going to say maybe Coca-Cola. That's a guess. Let's see. If I got three of the most prof or recognizable, Apple is up there. Yes, then it's Amazon. Okay, I didn't get that. I should have had that one. Google. Yeah, that's easy. I should have had Microsoft and Walmart. Oh, interesting. This is all tech, pretty much. All tech. I don't know where do they get this data from. Is this consumer brands or just in general brands? Okay, well we'll we'll rock out with what they said. We'll rock out. We got a couple in there. Question of the day for the drivers out there who are not in a city where you don't need a car, like New York. What percentage of the cost to drive a new car is the fuel cost? 
And that answer is about 24%. So let's break it down. Depreciation expense or the annual cost of depreciation of your car as soon as you drive it off the lot is about 35% of the of the new car cost. Um, the financing is about 6% financing interest. Your fuel is about 24%. Annual car about two twenty annual cost about 2500 for gas. Insurance at 15%. License registration, another six, maintenance, another thirteen hundred. Um, so that's what you know you're you're getting from a car cost. That's about a good, you know, I if I break it down, quick math, about 10k in extra cost for just cost of not even the vehicle, but just the the cost of having the vehicle. Uh, depending again on what vehicle you get, and again if you're in a city that needs um, for you to have a car, these are good questions. Let's keep finding some. We're finding through, and we're giving unsolicited or solicited um, advice. Okay, let's keep on this car theme. In what three states is it most expensive to own a car? The three states that's most expensive to own a car. Number one. California, number two, Michigan, and number three, Nevada. Okay, that's a very varying um, numbers, but cost of owning in your car uh, it's, can vary in different states. There's sales tax, there's average repair cost. Um, and so this is all from gold banking rates with that data of the cost to owning. Now let's do the last one here. Let's find a good one. Question of the day. $549 AirPods max on credit. If you make the minimum payments, how long before the credit card bill is paid off? So if you buy uh, AirPods max, AirPod max, $549 on credit, how long if you make the minimum payments is it paid off? Guess what, folks? That'll be four years and six months. And you would pay a total of $873 with interest on that credit card. Um, yeah, that's why it's, you know, you don't want to pay the minimum if you, if you can not bear, if you can go above that, it's always better to, so you're not paying for four years and six months on a $600 item. Um, so yeah, that is, that is pretty incredible, pretty incredible eye-opening news and data. That's it folks. Thank you for always listening. Like always, we appreciate you and make sure you tune in next week.